0: Welcome to Misunderstood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. I'd like to start off this introductory episode with a few stipulations. First, I am not special. I am just a person like you living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is, in a nutshell, the unfolding of my own MS story and what I've come to understand about MS over time, from my doctors, therapy providers, and my own learn-it-all obsession with research, pattern-finding, and a tenacious solutions orientation. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, let me be clear, I am not a doctor and strongly advise you to use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. It's also very important to remind us all that MS impacts each of us uniquely. My goal here is to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. What you choose to do with that information is always your choice, and what works for one may not work for all. As a career educator, teacher, trainer, and coach, I've been in the learning and change management business for 25 years. That professional experience, combined with my better understanding of MS and personal healing over time, and my lifelong dedication to helping others, is why I decided to start this podcast. I'm here to encourage and support you on your healing journey, because I know from experience that when we make changes together, they are much more likely to last. I believe I'm uniquely positioned to help my fellow MSers by applying my coaching toolbox to help us all better understand our own MS. And the real beauty? You help me just as much. So thank you for being here. Truly. Lastly, please understand that I won't waste energy on making this podcast perfect. MS fatigue, cog fog, and the other symptoms I experience on the regular are rough. I will stumble over words, sometimes even use the wrong word, and you may even hear my dogs barking every so often. In an ideal world, I would edit this, but I need to ensure this podcast is sustainable, even on my worst days. And I believe that you, an audience of folks with MS, will understand and grant me some leeway here. Thank you for that. Early on in each episode, I also plan to share a brief gratitude that is aligned with the topic of the day. For this first episode, my gratitude is more of a tribute, a sincere thank you to Dr. Susan Peirovi. You'll learn more about her as you listen, and you'll get to meet her too. I think of Susan as the quarterback of my care team, or frankly, the lead bird in my flock. We'll talk more about flocks in just a minute much of which I will share on this podcast I learned from Dr. Peyrovi. She is an integrative medicine doctor at Stanford who also has MS. Yep, doctors can get MS too. She teaches an eight-week health course, and after taking her course in 2017 and experiencing rapid relief from many of my existing symptoms, I became aware of and frankly uncomfortable with the incredible privilege I had to have access to this class and have since become passionate about helping her expand her program's impact to more people like us. As you likely know, there is currently no cure for MS. But Dr. Peyrovi's teachings proved to me that there were still many things I could do to slow the progression. And in the years since I took her course, as my health has continued to improve through implementing her strategies, we've become close friends. In fact, we're currently working together in collaboration with Anne-Marie, an all-star acupuncturist whom you'll also meet, to develop a personalized, interactive health website. The site will help people better identify areas of their health worthy of improvement, combined with reliable health education information, and robust support spaces for people to come together to support one another as they implement new strategies into their existing daily repertoires. So. Thank you, Susan and Anne-Marie, for helping me learn to fly in the right direction. All right, let's get started on today's topic. What the flock? Who are we and why do we flock? This is not a new concept, but it's one that has often powerfully guided me throughout my career as an educator and as a person learning to live well with MS. I want to start off by explaining why it's so important to find your flock and also invite you to come along and fly with us. To do this, I'd like us to take a look at an example in nature. I've always had deep personal ties to nature. In fact, my first teaching job was for the Forest Service, running visitor programs like Junior Ranger and geology cave tours. I find nature is an incredibly effective teacher and source of helpful analogies for living a good life. Take geese, for instance. You've likely looked up at the sky at some point in your life and seen a V of birds flying overhead, but have you ever really thought about why they fly like that? I find it fascinating to learn how geese work together with empathy and cooperation as they make their seasonal journeys over substantial distances. Not unlike their journey, learning to live with MS and especially picking ourselves up off the ground and flying to a better place post-diagnosis can be challenging even with an incredible support network. These important lessons we can learn from geese are so important that they're the crux of this first podcast and the foundation of the project I'm building with Susan and Anne-Marie. And while I've read many versions of this concept over the years, the original credit goes to Dr. Robert McNeish in 1972. So let's take a gander. (laughs) at these lessons and what they could mean for you in your life as you begin to grow your flock. First, why do they fly in a V formation? As each bird flaps its wings, uplift is created for the bird behind it, similar to cyclists drafting off the rider they're following. When the entire flock flies this way, together in a common direction, they increase their flying range by 71% more than if they each flew alone. Imagine that. Working as a team definitely makes a difference to the geese, and it can make a huge difference for our health, too. We all want to achieve better health. With that common goal, when we fly together in the right direction, like geese, we'll gain momentum faster and get there more efficiently. Ever tried to make a big change on your own? It's hard, and the geese experience this, too. When a goose falls out of formation, it immediately feels the drag and resistance of flying alone. So it quickly returns to the formation to take advantage of the efficiency the flock provides. Community matters. Having the vulnerability to express the challenges we're facing and the humility to seek out help can make all the difference for us. When we isolate ourselves or are unwilling to accept help, we can impede our healing capabilities. And this is a dark place where anxiety and depression can certainly creep in. I also really love that geese take turns with their leadership. When the lead goose gets tired, it rotates back in the formation and allows another goose to take the lead. Like geese, no one of us is all-knowing, but together, there's no problem we can't solve. We each bring unique skills, perspectives, and ideas to the table. It's also important to think about our doctors in this context. They are tremendous resources for us, but especially with an illness like MS that impacts each of us uniquely, there is a limit to what they can do for us, especially if we aren't open and honest with them about what we are experiencing. We know ourselves best, and it's up to us to be a team player with our doctors and caregivers so that they can be informed enough to truly help us. As with geese, we work better when we share responsibilities and take turns in leadership roles. Developing agency, the ability to self-advocate, and an understanding that our voice is critical in our healing is an important step in the healing process. Have you ever heard the acronym for the word TEAM? T, together. E, everyone. A, achieves. M, more. Together, everyone achieves more. Truth. And let's be real. Sometimes MS is a real bear. It's important to have people who can lift you up when you're feeling down and keep you moving in the right direction. Geese are also experts at supporting one another. In fact, you can often hear them honking encouragement to each other as they fly. Never underestimate the power of that encouragement. In a similar fashion, did you know that when a goose gets sick or wounded, Two other geese drop out of formation with it and follow it down to help and protect it. They stay together until the goose dies or is well enough to be able to fly again, at which point they launch out together with another formation or catch up to their original flock. How cool is that? (laughs) Like geese, standing together in difficult times as well as good helps a lot. Many of us lose friends when we receive our diagnosis, either by our own retreat or because it's simply too much for others to handle. By making new friends who personally understand the very challenges we are facing, we collectively accept there will be tough times and are dedicated to helping all of us be our very best as much as possible. So, who are the people in your life who truly know and understand you? Hopefully, you have friends and family that are there when you need them. Unfortunately, even with the best intentions, it's impossible for someone who doesn't have MS to understand our unique challenges. Imagine a world where you had a group of friends with MS who did understand. And that is why I started to build my flock a few years ago, and why I'm inviting you to join us now. When I moved away from my life of 44 years in the San Francisco Bay Area to the Central Coast two years ago. I didn't know anyone here other than my partner, Eric. He's an incredible human for sure, but he doesn't have MS, and he doesn't get a lot of my challenges. Don't get me wrong, I I wouldn't want him to personally understand what it's like, but I did feel alone in some ways, and it reminded me of how I felt when I first received my diagnosis. I didn't want to talk about it, I didn't even know how I felt about it to even try to talk about it. In full transparency, I went through a couple really dark months before I read a book called Pivot that another dear MS friend suggested. After that, I pulled out my coaching toolbox and put myself on a professional development plan to help me get through this crazy, unchosen change and find new ways that I could utilize my skill set even though I was now disability retired. This process helped me find renewed purpose in life. When I moved, I first looked for a local support group, but there wasn't one at the time. So I started connecting with folks on a great networking site called mymsteam.org. It's like a Facebook for people with MS and a great place to meet people and ask questions. I highly recommend it. I also started looking for professional development opportunities and invited one of my new friends from my MS team, James, whom you'll meet, to take a class with me called Hold On to Hope. An Overview of Coping Strategies for Chronic Illness by Susan Wegner, a licensed clinical social worker. Thank you, Susan. It was a great class. In that class, we met Christy, whom you will also meet. Shortly after, I got myself a Zoom account so the three of us could meet up online and help support each other. As a former teacher, trainer, and coach, I saw this as not only an opportunity to get and give the support we needed but also an avenue to eventually share Dr. Peyrovi's teachings. Over time, our groups have grown, and many of the members have become my closest friends. Not that my other friends don't still have a very important role in my life, but there's something undeniably special about people who really understand what it's like to live with MS. So fast forward, here we are now. I now lead the local in-person MS Society support meeting in my area, The website I'm developing with Susan and Anne-Marie is coming along nicely, and yes, it will be free, and hopefully we will be ready for release very soon. I'm hoping it will prove to the existing healthcare system the power of strong patient-doctor and patient-to-patient relationships and healing. In the meantime, let's use this platform to build a group of MS folks to support one another and learn to live better with MS. So, how do you build your flock? First, join us here. We're a growing group of people living with MS just like you. We're here for you. Beyond that, there are some questions to ponder. Who are the people who truly know and understand you? Who are the people you know who are further along in this journey and could shine a light on potential directions to go? Who are the people who have helped you and been with you through hard times before? Who are the people who listen without judgment and don't try to downplay your experiences or put words in your mouth? The truth is that some of the people that you have been closest to up until you begin your formal relationship with MS through diagnosis may struggle with the news. MS does change us, and it's helpful to allow ourselves to grieve for all the parts of us we've lost. Let's also remember that not all of the changes are bad, though. In fact, I'm now able to look back and see how my diagnosis and the first exacerbations actually helped me become a better person. And yeah, I can honestly say now that I am grateful for the many gifts MS has given me. Before we wrap things up, it's important for me to share that I firmly believe there are as many ways of living with MS as there are people living with MS. It's important to honor that not everyone finds value in groups like this. Some would rather be on the journey alone or with just people they know. That's a right each of us has, and there's no judgment if you are someone that prefers to go it alone or with your existing support network. I do still hope you will listen to the podcast to learn helpful tools and strategies, but know that there is zero pressure to join the flock if you prefer flying solo, and the podcast will always remain free. You're also welcome to reach out for one-on-one communication and support as well, if that's more your style and my capacity allows. Following each weekly podcast, starting with official episode one next week, I will be offering interactive Zoom sessions for our Patreon listeners to discuss the episode's topic with other members of the flock. I hope you'll join us. You can become a patron on patreon.com slash msflock. Membership is only a dollar a month to access these weekly important flockings and gain even more access to great content. Join us next week for our official episode one, where we'll talk about the most important building blocks to learning to live well with MS. And then you'll get to meet Dr. Peyrovi as our first guest in episode two. Feel free to submit questions, comments, or future podcast topics or guest ideas to mymsflock at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next week, be thinking about how you can grow your flock to better support you moving forward. As we travel through life, especially with MS as our companion, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another. Thank you for listening. Be well.
1: just passengers tonight and we're all just traveling through our lives